This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. around on Free FM, RFM, and MP. Uh, as always, I'm Grady and live on Skype. We've got Josh. Yo. Uh, Elimination Chamber this weekend. We've got some Raw and some NXT we might get to, but Elimination Chamber, that's our big boy. And uh, let's let's leave some of the Chamber matches to last. Let's talk about some of the other stuff, especially our uh, less than five-minute clash between Bobby Lashley and Brock Lesnar that... Uh, you know, that that ultimate match. They're one and one. They go into the rubber match and we end on a low blow being caught and a DQ being called. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> definitely an interesting way to end it. Uh, up to the low blow, though, it was definitely meaty men slapping meat for five minutes. Yeah, my, my biggest thing is I just, you know, what, what were we going with with this match? You know, we thought maybe... Bobby Lashley versus Brock Lesnar was going to be the WrestleMania match. Then we got an Elimination Chamber, and we're like, okay, maybe we'll get two copies of it. You got Bray Wyatt calling out, you know, the winner of this match. You got Omos challenging Brock Lesnar on Raw. And honestly, if we don't have another Lashley-Lesnar match, is this really the, you know, the the cap on the feud? <laughs> the The finishing... Of the three matches, because it feels pretty weak if that's the case. Yeah, um, yeah it definitely leaves like a a realm for a possible nutter match. I don't know. It's definitely was a case where it's like, uh, okay, you didn't want to put either over really strong in this match, so go for the DQ finish, and then you can split them up, and you can always do another match somewhere down the road assuming the rumors isn't true that Brock's contract ends at Wrestlemania <laughs> yeah there's, there's just so much cloud and, and weirdness around this um, like if it is true and Brock Lesnar does ride off into the sunset you know we've said that half a million times it feels like with uh, with Brock but if it goes as planned, you know, Brock Lesnar versus Omos being Brock Lesnar's last match, there's some weird stuff happening. Yeah. I will say the visual of him trying to suplex and stuff uh, on Omos will be quite entertaining. Mm. You know, we've been talking about the Hurt business. We've been talking about the possibility that they uh, reform under a different version with Omos. Um, and now it's Omos. Lesnar, Bobby's still, you know, heated with them. Uh, we're seeing Bray Wyatt possibly coming after this lot with his crew. There's definite chances for, I don't know, crossover's not the right word, but chances for, for something to be happening in that greater Bray Wyatt, Hurt Business, Lashley, Lesnar, Omos, MVP kind of 
melting pot that everything seems to be in at the moment. I just don't know, once they're finished boiling, what what mold we're going to end up pouring them out into. That was a weird analogy, but I'm going to stick with it. Uh, versus one that we definitely know what we're going to be doing with, which is the mixed tag team match. You know, we got Edge and Beth Phoenix. We picked it. The legend's going over. Uh, it made the most sense. Uh, they took out the Judgment Day. Rhea Ripley obviously has her date with Charlotte at WrestleMania. And Finn Bella looks uh, pretty certain to make his date against Edge at WrestleMania. Yeah. So, technically, we were both right. <laughs> I was right about the the Legends winning. You were right about the feud not ending. <laughs> I don't know if I'm happy about being right, though. <laughs> uh, yeah, we're going to get yeah. at least one more between these two. Yeah. Um, my bet, Edge's career will be on the line at WrestleMania. Okay. That is my. That is what I'm thinking. The anti will be for the match because it doesn't make a lot of sense otherwise. Yeah, it, you know, Edge is uh, upper hand at the moment. He did just pick up the win in the mixed tag match. Finn Balor is uh, costing him United States Championship matches. He's he's the one coming after. He's the aggressor. So yeah, I don't know. I don't know what we're going to see. You know, I've heard uh, Hell in a Cell. I've heard Steel Cage. Is some sort of stipulation for sure with the, you know, retirement match. I don't know. You know, Edge only wanted to come back, do his little thing, and go out on his terms. Finn Balor still leads Judgment Day. There's another one where I don't necessarily know the specifics of what's going to shake out, but we know it's going to be Balor versus Edge in some form uh, at the grandest stage of them all. As long as it says that, and we don't get anything that modifies our our women's title match, I'm fine with. We put Beth in that title match, and I will not be happy. Yeah, it it, it would not be a, a good time, I don't think. Um, the only thing I could think of, like, any iota of sense would be that they want Beth to take the fall. Um, I feel like that weakens Rhea Ripley winning if she does win. Um, I don't know. I, the storyline is there for Rhea Ripley versus Charlotte. Um, let it be that, you know, it doesn't need a Beth Phoenix. Charlotte versus Rhea Ripley is a big enough match on its own. Um, and it makes a whole lot of sense. It's the Rumble winner versus the champ. Leave it alone. Yeah. I still think it would be better for store overall story with it being her versus Bianca, <laughs> considering Bianca and her were the final two in the the rumble that Bianca won that started her run. But they chose to go back to where Charlotte screwed Rio out of her NXT title. That ship has sailed, so, but Bianca Belia does yeah. have her WrestleMania opponent. Thank you for yeah. the segue. <laughs> <laughs> uh, as the match opened with an Elimination Chamber match for that uh, number one contender spot for the Raw Women's Championship, uh, we had Nikki Cross, Liv Morgan, Natalia, Raquel Rodriguez, and Carmella uh, entering the matchup with ultimately Asuka coming out on top, entering last, picking up the win. Yeah, um, it was a good match. Definitely had the uh, 
you had half the women that are just insane, <laughs> and half the women that are just uh, that aren't insane, but probably could go insane if we wanted to. Um, I will say uh, there were two real big moments in this match. The first was Liv passing out Mm -hmm. to a double submission. They really want Liv to be strong. Yeah, which is a good thing, because that means they believe in her. Um, And then the it took both Asuka and Carmella to take out Raquel Rodriguez. Mm-hmm. I th- yeah. The future is definitely there with with Raquel. We, it's only a matter of time before she becomes a women's champion on the main roster. It, it just wasn't her time now because we have to deal with we have to do Dark Asuka versus Bianca. Yeah, there there was three standout performers. You know, there was three crazy people, but there was three standouts, and that was Oscar, Liv Morgan, and Raquel. Um, I think these three, and it's nothing against Carmella, Natalia, or Nikki. I just feel like those three are three of your uh, top talents. Um, not necessarily even newer with Liv Morgan, but I guess more underutilized with Liv Morgan, newer with Raquel Rodriguez, and then Asuka with her change in attitude uh, and change in character and everything like that. Um, it, it feels like if you combine them with some of the other, you know, Bianca Belair, Rhea Ripley, Charlotte, uh, Becky Lynch, Bailey, that's, that's sort of your top of the divisions. Um, and... Yeah, as you say, Raquel Rodriguez, I could see her going, you know, assume uh, Rhea Ripley wins SmackDown title. Bam, you got Raquel sitting right there. And I'd love to see me some Rhea Raquel. Um, she's, she's got something. Uh, she will eventually get there. Uh, but as you say, Asuka versus Belair is the match we're going to be getting at WrestleMania. I could definitely see maybe SummerSlam for the two. Uh, having Raquel versus Rhea Ripley for the title. Hmm. Could go either way as well. Could also be brought on because of a, brief, a certain briefcase that occurs <laughs> about two months, about a month or so before SummerSlam. <laughs> You're expecting the woman's money in the bank briefcase to not be cashed in within a week? You must be crazy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, you never know. You never know. They might decide to change things up. That is true. Well, we are roughly halfway through the show. We still have the uh, United States Elimination Chamber match and the main event to talk about uh, when we come back from our entrance theme this week, uh, which is uh, in honor of uh, Montreal's own Sami Zayn. Um, Plan for you now.
And you're back for a round of on Free FM, RFM, and MP. Uh, I'm Grady. He's Josh. United States Championship. 32 or 31 and a half minutes. Elimination Chamber match. Bronson Reed, Johnny Gargano, Damian Priest, Montez Ford, Seth Rollins, Austin Theory. Two eliminations for Montez. Two eliminations for Austin Theory. Well, one in... A technical elimination for Austin Theory. Uh, one for Damien Priest as well. Yeah, 31 and a half minutes of a banger. Arguably, best Elimination Chamber match ever. I wasn't going to say it, but I will agree when you say it. Yeah, it's it's uh, the one that I would put on par with it would be the original. The very first one. Mm-hmm. Um, This was a phenomenal match. Everybody has had moments to shine, except maybe Bronson Reed, but Bronson Reed just looked like a tank, so <laughs> that's his shine there. Um, and absolutely the brightest star of them all was Montez Ford. We said it, right? Like this, We talked about uh, with... Um Finn Balor and Edge not being finished, how I was right, but not happy that I was right. I feel like last week we were talking about how amazing this match would be, how great Montez, Ford, and the rest of the competitors would be. And this time, I am happy <laughs> to be right. Yeah. Ford yeah. had... The only thing that I was sad about was we didn't get the frog slash from the top of the pod. But it mm. may be... He jumped so high that he can't reach that, do that. Um, but we got some amazing moments. He, he was all over the place, kind of even climbing the, the, it and dropping onto his opponent, onto the entire group. It was insane. And he, he definitely deserved a massive, uh, standing ovation once he was done. Mm-hmm. So. I think that is the spark that lights his path to a solo run. Yeah, I think if anything, this match shows you that that raw upper mid card is is solid, right? There were people who weren't in this match that you could also throw in there. You know, your misses, your Dolph Ziggler's. Um, like this is a a solid roster. You know, you don't have to be worried about not having a deep talent pool. Um, Obviously, we got, we can still talk about Austin and Rollins and stuff that they're going to go on to, but Montez Ford, he's the flavor that we're talking about right now. My only question is, where do we go from here with Montez? Unfortunately, we will have to go with a breakup of the Street Profits. Hmm. Amical or otherwise, that is the next step. They do have to separate. As much as I hate to say that, because Street Puffs are an amazing tag team, we need tag teams, the star of Montez Ford, though, I feel supersedes that. Yeah, it's a tough one, just because, as you say, they have been so great as a tag team. Um, Not everybody's the New Day, they can't stay together forever. Um, Yeah, I just don't know uh, how it's going to go. Hopefully it isn't, you know, a generic... Dawkins gets jealous, attacks him, and we feud for six months. Um, hopefully it doesn't go the way of heavy machinery, uh, where Tucker just sort of disappears one night. Um, and then gets fired. Yeah. 
Um, um, but Montes, I don't think so because is. I think I think when we were talking about this possibility last year, we were worried about Dawkins getting lost in the shuffle. Mm-hmm. I think as time has gone in the last year, Dawkins has developed into a solid hand himself, and I think he can do well on his own mm-hmm. as well. I don't think it's going to be a situation like Heavy Machine or like you brought up, where it's going to be. One person gets sh- shot to the moon temporarily, for better or worse. <laughs> the other gets shot out of a cannon out of the company. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm hoping that Angelo Dawkins can uh can survive here. Um I, I think he's got it in him. Um, you know, I wouldn't say that he's like majorly outshone by Montez Ford. They both have talent. It's it's not a uh like rockers situation here. Um but Ford just has it and you can't argue yeah. with it. Yeah. Sometimes it's just some guys just are born with the it factor. And Montez Ford has it in spades. Dawkins could have it. We don't really know for sure, but it's definitely been shown from day one. Montez Ford has it. It's just a matter of time. I guess we do need to talk about the injury angle, though. Not a fan. (laughs) Yeah, definitely not a fan of of that, but it is what it was, and it was quote-unquote necessary for the that bring the story to a conclusion for the entire match. Yeah, um, it's always a rough one, right? Because I'm sure we could have could have done different ways around it, but never a fan of uh, to that point. You know, just pretending someone's hurt. Um, you could tell. You know, the proper medics weren't called in. They were like lifting him by his neck. Uh, it was a little rough, um, but. I'm sure you could have slipped Logan in other ways. I kind of half expected him I, to Shawn Michaels' way out. Yeah, they may, they may be that the new chamber, because you got to remember, when John did that, it was with the old chamber. It's true. So the new chamber may not have a panel that can be removed like that. Mm. Um, and that the literally the only way to get in is through the front door. Um, which... I think would have been perfectly fine had he maybe like when Montez was coming out of the ring after being knocked by being, being pinned, um, maybe have Logan attack the referees and stuff and jump in. Mm-hmm. There were other um, ways maybe around that, it. But, but I don't think you do that because Logan doesn't want to be seen as a heel, even though the completely is one. <laughs> uh, when you get booed, uh, the ever-loving H.E. Double Hockey Sticks and Seth Rollins is getting yeah. cheered against you. I don't think it matters how yeah. you want to be perceived. It's very clear how you're being perceived. Yeah. But, so yeah, there were ways around it. And I de- and I agree with you. I'm not a fan of the fake injury. Um, but it did what it had to do overall to... Ensure we get to where we're going with our stories. Seth versus Logan and Austin versus Cena. Yeah. yeah. And not that Austin. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that that's, it definitely so, seems to be where both of those are going for sure. Yep. Yeah. And uh, I think Seth and Logan, I think, will 
put on a banger. If for no other reason than it's because it's Seth freaking Rollins in the ring. <laughs> but, I, but I can't really say that because we have sung the praises of Logan's in-ring work in the year since he joined the company. <laughs> for better or worse, with our opinions on him. Worse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I've been very um, outspoken about my opinion on Logan Paul the human. Yeah. So... And then, so yeah, it was just a, uh, it ha- it's happening, and it should be a great match, and then I think Austin Theory versus John Cena will be a fine match. Mm-hmm. I don't think it'll be a great match, but I think it'll be a fine match. Yeah, I feel like it would have been finer, like, six months ago, but um, I think there's still enough heat there for the fire to pick up and, and to blow around and uh, put on a good one. Title doesn't Honestly, necessarily I think it, need to be there. Think the, as far as the heat goes, I think it'd be better now because this is Austin Theory is much different than the Austin Theory six months ago. That is true. Austin's had longer in the oven. Yeah. We let him cook. Uh, I want to leave some time, so let's just jump into this main event. Undisputed WWE Universal Championship, 32 minutes, 20 seconds. Uh, about six minutes of that was just standing around at the start of the match, but, uh, Roman Reigns, Sami Zayn, uh, Banger in Montreal, everybody cried. Yeah. It was a phenomenal match. Uh, these two brought it, brought everything that they had to give for it. And at the end of the day, the reason I picked Sami Zayn is because Sami is a bona fide main event star off of this match. I don't see how you can't put the title on him at some point down the road in the next year. Mm-hmm. It's just a phenomenal bit um, position. And let's say, I also think this match also solidifies Roman as one of the greatest of all time. The The fact that it was so good, and Roman is so is probably might be the best at in ring trash talk ever, <laughs> and he tells such wonderful stories inside the ropes, and we knew it wasn't going to happen, that they weren't going to put Sammy over, but the storytelling of the match made you doubt that and made you think they might do it. That really is. They might the go crazy and do it. Yeah. <laughs> When you when you're so dead certain about something, but then you doubt it, it's like um, yeah. I don't remember exactly. There were so say- many parallels with this mm. match at Eddie versus Brock Lesnar at at No Way Out in 2004. So many different parallels with it. The only de- outcome that only difference was the outcome, <laughs> but it was just phenomenal work by. Sami Zayn and Roman Reigns, and Paul Heyman got involved in it too. So, and then the post-match stuff. I think it was right there on par with the stuff from the Royal Rumble. the The fact that it was he tried to do the same thing to Sammy that he did to to Kevin Owens, only for Sammy to to get back onto his feet simply because Jey Uso showed up and Jey Uso could not pull the trigger. (laughs) 
bit of storytelling uh, for you. <laughs> yeah. And and then you have what's probably the launch point for Usos versus Kevin Owens and same thing. The misdirected spear. Surely you just watch it back later. You open up your WWE yeah. network or your Peacock and you go, oh, it was an accident. Yeah. Obviously it was. But that's the thing that will stick in Jay Uso's mind is that spear. And it will lead him to re- reuniting with his brother against Sammy. And Sammy's got a tall order because Kevin Owens doesn't want to be his friend right now. (laughs) Yeah. Which is, I think, another element of great storytelling is that we know that's where they're going. Mm. But they're putting it off by making you think, no, I don't want to do this. It's it's only a matter of time. It'll be probably a couple weeks. Probably after SmackDown this week, probably is when the decision will be made by Jey Uso. And we slowly get to Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn challenging for the tag titles. Yeah, Kevin Owens' opinion on it really just seemed to be, you saved me from a beatdown, so I'll save you from a beatdown, but it's nothing more. Um, And yeah, there was just so much story. I feel like we could have talked all 30 minutes of the show (laughs) just about the story at the moment. Um, and, you know, we haven't even touched on the fact where that's heading in terms of the Cody Rhodes, Roman Reigns stuff that's been happening on Raw. Um, but, yeah, this is this is the storyline in professional wrestling right now. It's, it is one of the best storylines of all time. That's a statement. Even people like, yeah, even people that the creative minds behind the NWO, Eric Bischoff, has said this storyline is better. I was going to say your words, not mine, but it's Eric's words, not either of ours. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the, for me, the one story WWE's created that has some sort of argument against this storyline is the Mega Power storyline. Hmm. But, because uh, um, that was a beautifully told story, too. Um, I don't know. It's just the bloodline is everything. And. It knows it, and it's proud of it. <laughs> yeah. Well, we have run out of time, so we'll be talking, I'm sure, much more about the bloodline in the lead-up to WrestleMania, which is our next big premium live event. But that is all we have the time for. It's been great talking to you. Maybe. You can visit our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash wrestling R&D up, or our Twitter page, twitter.com forward slash wrestling R&D up, our YouTube page, youtube.com forward slash wrestling R&D up, and we will catch you next week. Thanks for listening to this Free FM podcast. If you want to hear more content like this, you can support Free FM via Patreon. Head to patreon.com slash freefm89 to find out more.
Thanks for listening to this Free FM podcast. If you want to hear more content like this, you can support Free FM via Patreon. Head to patreon.com/freefm89 to find out more.